0: Automatic mobile
1: app. Hey, it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. Hey, everybody. I'm Dr. Lisa and I give a shit. I do too much sometimes. Uh, Anyway, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't heard the show before, I'm Dr. Lisa. I'm a self proclaimed psychotherapist, which is basically. Uh, gives me the opportunity to bug people and ask them questions about their emotions and feelings without having any legal or ethical constraints. Uh, although I do give a shit about people, so I, I try, I try to, I try to keep that in mind. Um, and um, anyway, you know, thanks for listening. Go to our radiofreebrooklyn dot com page. Check out all of our shows, which are fucking incredible. And, uh, you know, put a little money in there. Patreon. Yeah, all right. Um, so I'm, do you think I'm nervous? I mean, if I sound nervous, it's because I am. Because I have four fucking artists, curators in the studio. And I've already told them all the things that I'm worried about that might happen, like the counter-transference. And I think they, ha- I mean, I know they have my back but I'm still really nervous that I'm going to fuck this up. So let's let's you. Okay, guys, give me a round of help me. I'm I, I hate to be Yay. so needy. Yay. I hate to be so needy, but yeah. I just, I just have to get we that out you, of the Lisa. way. This is not about me.
2: Lisa, there are no mistakes. It's happy accidents. Okay. Okay. And you're doing cool. great.
1: I'm hearing my mother yelling at me from like, you know, 20 dead years away. Uh, you know, Lisa, what are you doing? What are you doing? You'll never pull us off. Uh, but anyway, so back to the topic, Bushwick Open Studios. So it's Bushwick Open Studios this weekend, um, and everyone in Bushwick should be well aware of that. And uh, if you don't live, live in Bushwick, well, you're fucked because it's literally one of the best art weekend experiences, uh, certainly in America, for sure. Okay. Or, and, you know, it's a really authentic thing because uh, basically no one makes any money on it right? Is that right? Do people make money on this? I don't think so. Not me. Bars. Bars make money on this. That's who makes the money. Which which Uber. isn't, what? Uber. Uber makes money. <laughs> okay. So the reason I'm here, uh, it started because, I'm going to introduce you to everybody in a second, but I just want you to understand why we're here. Why Why I've got so many fucking people in my studio here people I love. I love these people. I am so, I just, I am so happy that they're here. Anyway, so what we're doing today, there are two shows in Brooklyn Fireproof. Brooklyn Fireproof is at 119 Ingram. It's uh, a multi-purpose building, but it houses mostly artist studios and has two great, big, fabulous galleries. Now, last year, Nina Keneally and I did did uh, studio tours throughout for the whole Bushwick Open Studios, but this year we are focused on this one building because it is particularly concentrated, it is particularly fabulous. So we are going to have two studio tours on Saturday this coming Saturday. One starts at one, and one starts at three. Okay, and you can meet us in the gallery, the one room one hundred four at either one or three. Now, we're going to take you around to the studios, but the people I have here today are curators of the two main shows in the building. And I want you to know about them because they are fabulous, amazing shows. And also, uh, you know, we're not... That's just a bonus to the tour. So we really are focusing on these two really um, great shows. And also, the curators and curator artists that are behind them in the community we want to talk, you know what I want to tell you about these guys fucking made like so much shit happen. And I want you to know how they fucking did it. Okay. Cause if you're sitting around like lazy ass knowing, not thinking that nothing's ever going to happen, this is the show for you. Cause I got four kick ass people who made who made all this fucking shit happen. It's crazy. So there are two shows. One of them is, the transcendus, Transcendence of Us, which is curated by Tim Gowen and Mir Musa, who you are going to meet in a minute. And it's at the Brooklyn Fireproof East Gallery 104. Uh, the opening reception is Friday. That's tomorrow from 6 to 9. And it's basically a group show of all the artists, um, not all the artists, but some of the artists that are in their Transcender program, which they will talk about. It's a monthly Uh, show where they do art, you know, where they have artists uh, discuss their work. And uh, I'm going to name the names really quick who's in the show. Should I do this? I'll just do this really quick. Ethan Brovert, Susan Carr, Susan Thomas Bertad, Daniel Drake, Gordon Fury, Abby Goodman, Tim Gowan, Lee Harper, Clinton King, Anastasia Lee, Jim Martinez, now Montz, Sean Mori, Mir Musa, Sherilyn Neinhardt, Colin Radcliffe, Nicholas Rispoli, Seth Rogals, Mike Serafino, Kurt Steiger. Okay, so that's one show. And the other show is um, curated, uh, well, The Gallerist. It's a gallery called Art During Occupation. And that's Christopher Stout's gallery. And his show, uh, which I have seen, is like so moving and so original and not just original i think actually i mean this sounds so cheesy but i'm gonna say it's important okay can i say that and uh i'm gonna let him explain then and say the name and all that because i'm i'm gonna fuck it up but i'm gonna tell you uh it is it's a it has it has it does talk about race and it talks about it in a way that i wasn't aware that it was changed, it changed my, it deepened my knowledge about race. Okay, there, there you go. So let's go around in the circle, and I'm going to introduce you to the curators of uh, the Transcendence of Us. First, we have Tim Gowan. Hi, Tim. Hello, how are you? Good. And we have Mir Musa. Hi,
3: Lisa, how are you?
1: So, why don't you guys just t- tell us a little bit about the show? Say, Safe- Say
2: something.
1: Who's uh, first? You, Mir. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Okay,
3: great. Uh, I just want to say great to be invited to this. Okay, a T- little to closer show. to the mic, Mir. It was great to be invited to the show. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, we're gr- delighted to be here and talk about our show, A Transcendent of Us, which is Tim and I. We curated uh, f- during the Bushwick open, open Studio weekend at Gallery 104, of uh, at 119 yeah. gram Street.
1: Okay. Uh, you know what? Tim, why don't you tell us how you picked the artist for the show? Because I thought that was really interesting. <laughs>
2: that was a, actually, it was like a really tough tough situation for me and Marcel's. So we 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 had, through our, we get a little bit of discussion, but the artists that we have, we bring in for talks are um, some great artists there. I think we had over 40 of them. And
1: closer to the mic. Closer to the mic how's this I, bring I think that's better okay so what do you guys yeah? Yeah. okay all right good. um
2: really simply was we, we going through all the artists that we've had uh, with our monthly series you know want to come from that source and really would want to try and have all of them in there but there's only so much space uh, that we could work with and so finally we just looked at the let 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 the universe decide and do a, a lucky draw from the hat
1: do you love that like how fucking democratic is that huh So, you see what I'm saying? You guys think the art world's all snotty and you don't get a chance. They fucking took the whole group and pulled the names out of the hat. And I listed all those names. That's a lot. I mean, it's going to be great. And I love the random. I love that. What do you call that? Tai Chi or something? I love the. (laughs) Which kind of works with what you guys do. Right, guys? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, Sherilyn didn't actually curate the show, but she is part of the Transcender group. So let's, Sherilyn, will you explain to us about the group and, you know, maybe how the show came to be? I'd love to, Lisa. Thank you.
4: Uh, Transcender is a monthly slide share where we invite uh, six or seven artists every month to just for 10 minutes, talk about their work, show slides to fellow artists and sometimes, sometimes get feedback but often it's just to feel how that feels to show your work to other artists. Uh, it's a really great community experience. I personally found it so enriching. Um, and I'm excited that we're going to have a presence at Open Studios this year for our artists. Okay, so here's the deal, guys. Um, Transcender,
1: which is a really successful group and um, it's totally open to the public and um, it's a great community. It's not just, I mean, it's the value of actually meeting the artists and seeing their work on a big screen is is part, is the main, is the focus of it. But it's really being in a room with other artists and consistently every month. It's like group therapy a little bit. I'll, I, I really believe that. But how the group came to being was that Christopher Stout, who is now the director of the Art during Occupation Gallery, started the group. How many years ago?
0: Uh, we ran for three years.
1: Yes, yeah, so uh, three years ago, well, like four now. Uh, he started the group four years ago, and uh, when he started doing the gallery, Sherilyn was like she just like sort of uh organically came in and took it over and sort of organically these guys all got together and did it. So uh, I just, you know, it's so great how things naturally develop. And uh, now, we're, now we're all, now they're all showing in one, in, on one floor. So Christopher, I want, can you tell us about the show that is up and you're having an artist talk as well, right? So why don't you tell us about that?
0: Cool. I want to say something about Transcender Art Group first. Because I have a lot of love and heart in this project, even though I don't do anything. <laughs> um, but, like, it's a leg- like, it means, it's really important to me. So, I ran um, an artist lecture group called Bushwick Art Crit Group for three years, which met in the Fireproof building, and it was my, provided me just so many opportunities to meet and connect and get like intimately involved with the work of so many people because I was learning so much, and it was the impetus. Quite frankly, it allowed me like the mindshare to start my gallery, which was a very specific and different thing. Um, that being said, when I started the gallery, I wasn't, I didn't have the bandwidth or the time, and so the lecture group literally just kind of fell off the map. And there was a lot, like, I would get emails all the time, especially from Sherilyn, that mm-hmm. were like, hey, we're not doing this anymore, and it's a loss. Like, can this be started? How can this? And then finally, Sherilyn came to me and said, can I have it? Like, can we just do the same thing? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was just so flooded with relief because it did mean a lot to so many people. Um, it was such a gathering place. Absolutely. So, um yes. I I can attest to all of this. Yes. So Sherilyn and Tim and Mir have taken and literally just catapulted this new amazing thing. And they're like running out in the community and they're doing the lectures and they're doing this gallery show, which is the beginning, like other things. And it's just really like underscoring and filling a gap in the community. And it's just, you know, for as much as we talk about sometimes the art world is hard. The art world is such a joyous, wonderful place, and the three of these people have just reinstated something that just brings people joy and community and conversation and everything. So I just am really relieved and excited that they're next door to us doing this <laughs> exhibition
1: because it's just happy. Yes, yes, for sure. That that is that is beautifully put. And um, so, tell tell us about um, you, you know what the artist... Let's hear about what you're showing. Cool.
0: So I run a gallery called Art During the Occupation, or if you can't say all that, just ADO. Um, but Art During the Occupation really lets you kind of know what it's about. Uh, we are starting our third year, and uh, we show a lot of difficult and subversive work. Sometimes it's queer. Sometimes it's anti-authoritarian. Um, it's usually very activist or political. A lot of feminist work. And for the kickoff of our third year, we are showing um, a body of work called So What Did You Do With The Money? (laughs) The monetized Negro and the history or the poltergeist of the history of my family in American culture. I think I said that slightly wrong. But what it is, is um, it's a solo. Um, I like to do solos. The artist's name is David B. Fry. And it's a group of paintings that talk about the experience of his family, 1865 to present, compared to the experience, 1865 to present, of the family that used to own his family. So it's talking about the difference of experiences in America between, specifically, African Americans and former slave owners.
1: Yeah, it's it's an incredibly powerful show. I mean, I have never seen... Seen work from that perspective of, you know, the, for better lack of a better word, the slave, the the person who's from the slave family talking about the family that owned them. I mean, it's so crazy and and so, um, I I don't even know how to. I don't. I'm kind of at a loss for words. It's it because it's a really complicated thing to feel. <laughs> you guys should go see this. Anyway. So I also just want to point out that each one of these people here, each one of these four people are all very um, profound, prolific, amazing artists all on their own. And we're going to stop the show a few minutes early so that we can go around again and have each of them talk about their own personal work. A lot of it, which will be on display uh, during you know, on our on our on our studio tour, frankly. But I want you to see that side of them too. But uh, we'll be doing that in a little bit. No, we'll be doing that at the end. Uh, but you know, so what I thought would be really what really moves me about having all these people in this room today is the uh, value and the the the. Uh, it, inspiration and the there's just there it's so fulfilling to see uh for them and for the people and the organizations that they're involved in that these people came together and made made something happen a community and they are now all involved in all different you know in different separate projects but yet i just you know what? Shut up, Lisa. I just want them to talk about what they get out of what they've gained from their experience of working together. How's that? Did I say that now? Sure. I hope you haven't tuned out by then. Okay, so let's, let's, let's start off, and uh, everybody's pointing at Mir. Okay, hey, I'm back. <laughs> so
3: I'm an artist. I live in Bushwick. I also uh, have a studio space in uh, Ridgewood, in Queens, which is right next door to Bushwick. Uh, my work is, I have a series of artwork. I call it the human spirit. And they're about, they're based, based on my spiritual practice, which is uh, Buddhism and meditation. And uh, I get an idea one time, uh, reading a pas- passage from my book, and it talks about how a flower okay, um, comes from a bud and it blossoms into a fully grown flower and, and dies. And with lifespan, its lifespan, it's beautiful as it is. And I, combine human beings the life of a human being and their experience is beautiful as they are so i combine the two and uh, i create these uh, paintings mm-hmm. uh, using flowers and people mm-hmm. and i call it the human spirit um
1: yeah and um uh, you know what we got confused didn't we i got confused you were talking about your work yes okay so <laughs> Okay, so you don't get to talk about your work at the end. Oh, sorry. Okay, now now you you talked about your work first. Yes. <laughs> See, it's my fault. No, it's cool. Isn't this? Let's give Mir a round of applause. We love him. And let's blame it on me because I'm so confused and confusing. Uh, but confusing. here's the thing that we want to talk about now, and I need to make this clear for myself and everyone. We want to talk about just like can you uh, Kvel, about how great it is to have a community and how what what have you Mir, what have you personally gained as a person and an artist, creative person, from being your role as a curator uh, with all these people in this room here. Um. Yeah, I would What's say... What's that like? What's that feel like?
3: Yeah, feels great. I, I get to meet all these new artists and people I don't know, and some some people I knew before, but didn't know, get to know their work personally. And I feel like we have a lot in common as far as uh, why do we make art. Uh, and it also, we, it gives me a chance to bond with these artists and know them personally, know their work, and uh, how they affect the community. Mm-hmm and their studio practice.
1: But how about like when you run into them outside, you know, like in, in a different circumstance? I mean, art's kind of a religion too, isn't it? Does it feel like that to you?
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's very much a spiritual practice for me. Yeah.
1: And and when you see somebody and you know their work, um does it help how does how does that how it, it's inspiring. It's inspiring to see other
3: other people, other artists making work and doing something meaningful. Or and sometimes you know when you are in a studio space creating art by yourself, and you feel so isolated, right? And you feel like you are doing this on your own. But uh, right. But you are. Um, but when you see when people talk about their work in the in the Transcender Art Group and the uh, and the artists talk and showing their work, we could all relate to them. Mm-hmm. and we say yeah we get you mm-hmm. you're not mm-hmm. alone you know on this yeah
1: cuz practicing art is very solitary right yeah. have had you have had times where you felt like a little bit cut off before this group
3: yeah yeah like that yeah right Yeah. because
1: cuz you're a real you're you're a real person and you're not like a full shit out you're not that right. outgoing i'm guessing you're friendly but you're not somebody who's going to go up to a, at a cocktail party and say something really dumb right uh, yeah. Sometimes so it's about I worry communicating about that. Yeah. on a real w- in a real way, right? Yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay, uh, Charlyn, why don't you why don't you tell us about what what you've gotten emotionally from being involved in this vast thing we're talking about?
4: Sure, I. I'm a really independent person. I live alone, and I work in my studio for hours alone at a time, and I sometimes don't work well with others. I work at my day job is in a newsroom where people are kind of abrupt and mean to each other. Um, So I, you know, when we started Transcender, I was a little bit nervous. Like, am I really going to be able to work on this project as equals with two other people that at the time I didn't know very well? And it's been like a miracle, actually. I love these two bands so much. (laughs) And you know, when I've been nervous about things, they've totally supported me. I really feel like there is such a common purpose. I never worry about it. There's been absolutely no drama. It's just we. There's such a focus on helping the community. And making this thing a loving place for everyone. Wow. And the artwork is phenomenal. I can't even believe ha- mm. what high quality yeah. the presenters have brought to us. And that was certainly true of Christopher's group as well. Mm-hmm. I was so inspired by mm-hmm. Bushwick Art Critique Group. That's the whole reason that we did this project in the first place. To have a community place for artists, there's nothing more important to me. Mm-hmm. So, how has it affected you in the rest of your life? Can, do you
1: have any? Can you?
4: I'm a much calmer person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, it's better than drugs. I like that. Oh, my God, it's <laughs> way better. Okay, um, Christopher, why don't we get your perspective? Because you guys aren't talking over each other. This is, see how well behaved. Wow, you guys are well behaved. Um, Christopher, why don't you? Um, because um, I was about to refer to you to the senior member of this group, but there is no senior member. This is a very flat flat organization and it's not even a real like you know it's just a couple of people in a room really but why don't you um tell us like what what it's been like for you because you had a germ of an idea that's now something else something completely like a full it's like a full it's like a full field of flowers right (laughs) um from one's little seed so tell us about that
0: are you talking about the morph of the crit group into the gallery, or
1: I'm talking about? Um, well, I don't know what I'm, I, I make mean. Sure I'm I talking. The question so no, I don't get. no, <laughs> you can answer in any way you want. But I'm talking about in kind of a broad, personal way. If you can do that, um, I'm talking about like you were somebody that like moved to New York. That really, I mean, you didn't really even, you know, you started where you didn't really know people here right wasn't this like right after you started moving after you moved here and stuff like Um, that
0: i moved here 11 years ago and i started the first organization six years ago so there was about five years of hanging out but
1: you were living you you weren't in you started the thing in bushwick without knowing a lot of people in bushwick right is that correct
0: no i started the thing in bushwick because i was volunteering with bushwick open studios Uh, with arts in bushwick so like there was like a really cool project which did something, everything was sort of iterative in step. Mm-hmm. So the first year I was in Bushwick, I volunteered with Arts in Bushwick and worked with Samantha Katz. And why did you want to so, do that? Um, I just, I'm I lived in California for 10 years. So the moment I heard there was a volunteer organization that like wanted to build community and that everyone was going to work together and there wasn't any money involved, I mean... As a New Yorker, that all sounds mm-hmm. like fucking crazy. But right. as a Californian, I was like, oh, my God, this is where I belong because I totally embrace all of these words. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had written for a magazine in San Francisco. So I started working with Holly Shen, who's now yeah. curator at BAM. Mm. And she was my first editor. So I specifically started like going to galleries and writing reviews of shows. So that was my first That was my entrance into Bushwick. But
1: what brought you into the, like, community part? Like, how did you decide that you wanted to start a community art group?
0: Um, Probably exactly what Mir said. Mm -hmm. So, um, I've been in the Fireproof building for six and a half years. And, you know, like, I remember when I first brought my studio into Bushwick that I thought oh my God, I'm in the center of everything. Like I am litter in the eye of the storm Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be around all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And what actually happened was I'd be working at night in my studio and it was quiet and the Mm -hmm. warehouse was quiet and there was like nothing going on. And I was like, how can I be in the middle of something? And so alone. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was like talking to different people and it kind of dawned on me. Um, because I went looking for ways to be, other ways to be involved. And I kept hearing like, oh, there used to be this group or there used to be that group. Or, there used to be a network. Um, and I was like, oh, I should just start one. So I just started asking questions to people. Um, I literally walked into the bar at Brooklyn Fireproof and said, hey, if I started a group here, would you guys be into that? With like, And they were like, yes, here's free space. Here's this, here's our, you know. So I was kind of in the right place at the right time. Well, it, it started was, by asking a lot of questions, right?
1: right. And so, how, how has it affected you personally, like as a human, like s- starting that and seeing seeing where we are at this at this very moment in this room, t- getting ready for Bushwick Open Studios. I mean, do, do, that um, must make you feel really grounded.
0: I think what it did, and this is like very. Like these people in this room right now, like Tim Meir and Sherilyn, like are totally indicative of that. Um, It connected me with people who, A, love and believe in their own work and also love and believe in the work of other people. And so know how to reach their hands inward and, and support themselves and then know how to reach their hands outward and teach mm-hmm. and support other people. Mm-hmm. So starting that group literally activated and connected me with that set of people in Bushwick.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I was thinking, let's talk about money. Something, something that is not always very transparent in the art world. We know um, because that always seems like such an obstacle, and it's an uncomfortable thing to discuss, and that's partly why I like to discuss it. But... Um, money making money as an making money from your art is something that doesn't seem to I mean what do you guys how do you guys I okay so me being judgmental I think that making money from your art can be a very uh, telling thing. People who think that they're going to be making money and people don't think they are. And so how do you guys, like, do you guys not think about it? Do you guys have disdain for it? Like I'm saying I do. Can you talk about that? You all have jobs, right? Yes. Yeah. So um, how about you, Tim? You're an architect. You make, you must, you must have a lot of money, don't you?
2: As an architect? Yeah. (laughs) That's not quite the fact. So, I pay my I pay my bills. I mean, I it's, it's how I make a living.
1: Mm-hmm. But and, I mean, I think it's like taking money out of the equation. Is money part of the equation as far as like this group goes? I mean, we all want to make money and sell our work, but it's I'm two just, different things.
2: You know, how do you say um, it? Well, it. it if you want to say that, uh, I mean, do we all? Would we all like to make money and have a a sense of security? Of course, always security. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. But. Um, I think money for me takes money out of the equation, yes, of the work that I do. So it's, I don't want to say, I don't want to put, uh, if I make money off my work, fantastic. If I don't, it's okay. You know, I, it's about creating. At that right. point, and it's about creating being undisturbed because I think real quick was my journey as an architect, I was, I went to a school where you, you were, I was going to become the next architect. You know, this idea uh-huh. of having a book public and I had that vision. Then I went to the professional world, and I saw the realities of what it was. And you could follow that way, but I decided to actually in certain ways extract my creative energies in my art because then Mm -hmm. guess what? No one can tell me what – it's my world. It's like being the five-year-old kind of in their own little venture. So uh, once when I start having a committee in my head and the critic in my head or those who are there, then it compromises who I am, what Mm -hmm. I do. So that's Mm -hmm. what I deal with. You deal with the world of architecture – you have clients. You have you have guidelines. You have rules and regulations that you have to conform to.
1: So you are saying that um, if you are getting paid for it, then it's going to influence what your output is. Well,
2: for this, for me, perhaps you know yeah. if, but for others, I it think may that's
4: not be. true a lot. What do you guys think? Do you guys all feel that way? I think yes. I do feel similarly. I don't want my art to be burdened with having to support me financially, and so I have a day job,
1: mm-hmm. and
4: I that. Let's my art be what it needs to be for me and mm-hmm. for my community. And do you think that in a way helps
1: uh, it, it helps a community become more of a community because, like the the commerce part isn't front and center. Money changes everything. <laughs> Christopher, do you have a thought? Do you want to contribute? Christopher runs a gallery, but your gallery went from profit to nonprofit, right? Uh,
0: it does.
1: You sell work, obviously. I do sell
0: work. Yeah, yes, and you're I love good to at sell it. work. Yes, I and know. It's a there gallery. Are things that are incumbent upon the responsibility. So I want mm-hmm. my artists to be respected and understood right. critically. Right. I want them to find an audience that wants to love and understand their work. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that's a mental relationship, and sometimes that is a, you know, like a fiscal, like so. Part yeah. of respecting artists is about getting them financial respect. Of course. Because at the end of the day, like that paint, that studio, that apartment, like everything cost them something. And so the goal is to carry it forward so they can
1: But also, I think, you know, I mean, I know that you also love getting the work in the people's homes or wherever. Sure. I mean, there's definitely I mean, like, to it's answer a sharing. Your, it's a sharing.
0: Yeah. To answer sure. your question, I've done shows where there was absolutely nothing was for sale and I've done shows where everything was for sale and I've done shows where we've sold a lot of work and I've done shows where I've sold nothing. Mm -hmm. And if you made me sit down and forced me to rate the ones that meant the most to me or whatever, Mm -hmm. ironically, sometimes the shows where nothing was even for sale were just, like would be at the very top of that list because of what they allowed us to talk about and the things that they allowed us to experience.
1: Right. So you have a lot of freedom that you wouldn't have in say, you know, a big Lower East Side Chelsea gallery. I mean, and money and freedom are, 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 are on the same, uh, uh, you know, line, aren't they? Money and freedom to some degree.
0: They can be. I mean, that's a rather Western sentiment.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That Um, would be me.
0: Yeah. All of us. (laughs) Um, but uh-huh. yeah, sure. Yes. Money and freedom mm-hmm. are often inextricably mm-hmm. linked.
1: So I want you guys, well, first of all, I have to do a station ID. Do You guys know that you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. You're not even listening to it. You're making it happen. And uh, you're listening to Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. I'm here with uh, four, four curator artists. And uh, we're uh, we're excited about uh, two two important shows at Radio Free Brooklyn fire fire brooklyn fireproof that is coming up on see i told you i was nervous about that on brooklyn fireproof that's coming up um this weekend nina keneally and i will be doing studio tours meeting at 1 and 3 p.m and the uh 104 number 104 uh room number 104 and uh, go to our Patreon page right for Radio Free Brooklyn and uh, look us up. It's a great time to be donating money to uh, nonprofit radio. We need it. Um, I think that you guys, like looking, looking, looking at you from my perspective. I think all four of you um, possess a really uh, valuable quality of. Uh, being productive on your own, but also a certain kind of confidence and caring to be able to reach out to other people and to have a bond and a life that is strengthened by community. And I want, want you guys to sort of, if you can articulate that, if I articulated the question clearly or, uh, and tell us, tell us about that from your point of view. And I think you're all you know, I think you all come from very different places. You are all very separate individuals, and I'd love to hear hear more about that. Uh, Sherilyn, go first.
4: Can you say the question again? Yeah. Well, what
1: I want you to do is just talk about the feeling, really, of um, what it is about you that um, what what you think, what qualities you have that allow you that inspire you to be wanting to connect with other people and what you get in return? Like, what about you? Is it is it that you care about other people? Is it that you want to see other people succeed? Is there some kind of nurturing
4: quality? I'm not sure anyone would describe me as nurturing.
1: But you know what? There may be something. But see, this is what's really funny because... How would you guys describe Sherilyn? Nurturing. (laughs) Nurturing, very (laughs) warm.
0: Cool. Just not with
4: plants. (laughs) You know, actually, it's a very selfish act to uh, try to grow community because I think as humans that's bred into us. To be fully realized as a human, we need other people. We need other people's eyes on our work as artists. We need other people to reflect ourselves back to us. We actually need that. We die alone and we live together. So how does that make you feel that, P- that you were described as nurturing? You don't want to be nurturing. <laughs> or you don't see yourself that way. I don't really see myself that way, but I'm very happy if others do see me that way because I want to be of value to the community. Did that make you feel good? Yeah, it did. Okay, cool. So,
1: um, Tim, tell me about Mir. What do you think, what, what about him that um, you value, you see his, what, how, why do people value uh, Mir as a community person? It's the kindness
2: about Mir, you know, that I, I've, I've come to experience. And I, I think that, you know, Mir and I, I think, interesting enough, we first met uh, some time before at the, uh, well, we met a few times. I think really time I knew Mir was part of my, we connected was at Lori Moto the the, the uh, small work show and and he also just reached out and and, and kind of was the the kind of reached out to bring into community and so he, he spoke and he spoke of of something like this long before we even had Transcender. He wanted we were meaning to get together to say what can we do about kind of creating this larger circle and get off of my awkwardness and my insecurities walking into a gallery and it seems like everybody knows each other and I'm that weird guy. Knows no one. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone in the room is feeling the same way, and breaking that wall. And he broke that wall with me. So, so mir
1: reached out to you. Yeah, I, I could totally that. picture him doing that because he's always been so um yes. just wonderful about saying hello to me at shows. And I, yes. I, I would totally, I could. So he really reached out he to you and the made rooms. a big difference. <laughs> you know,
2: we were, we were, we were, we were, we were at the, the Bogart Building last week, and he's just, you know, he, he's either met them, did you know that Amir?
1: Did you know that? Oh, uh,
2: a social butterfly. This little guy. Here. He
1: is kind of actually. No, he's. You're just warm and friendly and genuine. Thank you. So, Mir, what has um, Christopher Stout done for? What do you think he's added, like maybe, to you personally, and also as a, um, you know, a force in the community? What do you think? What do you think is about? What about Christopher Stout makes well, him a community person?
3: Christopher Stout was, you know, great starting Bushwick Art Crit. And he's um and I, I presented there a few times. So he gave us given me opportunity to present along with other artists. And also I also you know, I I, I work as a full time as an artist. So sometimes I take any kind of jobs, uh work gallery sitting or Christopher mm-hmm. Stout, you know, provided me some opportunity to work for him and also um yeah, he just inspires uh, a lot of people to uh, to take on more responsibility for themselves. Um, you know, when he left Bushwick Art Crit Group and and there was nothing happening, and he started his own gallery. But uh, and when Sherilyn and I, I also talked about uh, you know to Christopher Stout about can we make this uh, you know continue this, and um, eventually I guess Sh- Sherilyn talked to him about it and he. He also set us up. Uh, he, he made the announcement in, in Facebook about uh, mentioning my mm-hmm. name and Tim's name and some other artists mm-hmm. and where the one showed up. And then we
1: created the team. Uh, so so you, I think. You seem as somebody who's really encouraged other people. Yeah. Encouraged you. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I would just like to say that none of what's happening in our building this weekend really happened without christopher stout blazing the trail first he's been instrumental he's been a bedrock of our community i feel like everybody knows him everybody respects him and yeah. he's my studio mate so i'm super lucky i get to see him all the time
1: yeah i guess that's true yeah i would totally agree with that christopher how do you feel can you handle I'm it la-
4: no see you i'm, can't just, I'm handle like it. i can't handle, handle it, it. <laughs> because
1: it's like how do you feel right now maybe
0: they knew what i was doing but like i knew what like Lucia and Julia Sinelkova and Holly Shen and so like Samantha and you know, like, and you like the first time you ever talked to me, I was so flattered. This is like eight years ago because it was like everywhere in Stop the entire, it. but that's see, that's how that feels Sing, I know. So like it's good to hear that, but I feel so embarrassed He's because deflecting. I think of the 15 other people that I was like, oh my God, if they're doing this, maybe I could do a little. And then suddenly you realize that you've just done a little, and it aggregates maybe into the perception of something bigger, um but I mean, there's a long legacy of people in Brooklyn, starting with the transcendentalists that like <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm totally serious no, like no, so, that were like telling people to be self- empowered and to to but to work together and to make something happen like that that's a Brooklyn thing,
1: yeah, yeah. That is really well put. But that is I think really like well put. I mean,
0: definitely, he's a power of
2: example, at least for us. And, yeah. I, and I think about, and it's a side story, but I know that for so long he maintained the, the Art Crit Group for three years. And it was every month getting artist after artist. And we rotate, three of us. And I think, oh my God, I got to get, I got to get, once every three months, I've got to get a bunch of artists together. God, I hope I can do that. I can pull that off. And meanwhile, he had to, you know, live, die, repeat after each time it was done to get more and more people. It's a tremendous amount. I mean, it's a great.
0: You know, it's something to take from me. It was easier for me because you guys curate. So you literally pick a topic and you find people that all fit and you've got these beautiful, like, polished museum quality lecture things where it all relates to each other. My rule was if you tell me you want to speak, you're in because I felt like self-selection, like only the the real people would volunteer kind of thing. So I literally just held a sign-up sheet And like you just got an order. Like you guys are a lot more sophisticated than I was. (laughs) Well,
1: I have to say, you know, um, you guys, one of the things that I find really impressive is that you all really run a tight ship in that things are really well done, really professional, and really organized. And uh, I think that is, you know, I think that, I mean, it doesn't have to be that way, but it really does, it really does help. So just, uh, You know, we have like uh, I want to make sure that we get to talk about all your work separately. But um, just so that we don't end on a really, really positive, corny note, I want to make sure that everybody like that. We all get to talk about what the obstacles are, too, because um, I know that all of you I know that the things that I've seen coming from everybody in this room has always been really, really well done and really well organized and all that stuff. And I'm sure there is some obstacles and some difficulties and some frustrations. So uh, let's hear let's hear about what what complain. Let's complain, complain a little bit. What kind of sucks sometimes? I, think
3: uh, I I'll go. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think like what sucks sometimes is when uh, when I get a lot of artists requesting to be presented at the same day, the same you know, same month. Like I. I, te- I figured out that once I did eight people uh, selection and uh presenting, and it was a lot of people and it, the time, it took a long time so I just you know narrowed it down to six people now, mostly I think that it works the best, and sometimes it's like we get more requests from people who came to the presentation before and wanted to present and can't always you know get them in
1: so do you feel bugged by people do you hate saying no or are they nasty after you say no they don't say they're not
3: nasty but i could i could kind of sense it maybe uh that it it they have to wait for the next time like the time, next you know. time
1: they see you do they knock over your drink or something like that <laughs> no 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 <laughs> how about you tim what, what what what's frustrating about it to you what, where do you get I think Mir shows up late sometimes. Maybe no,
2: no. It's funny. That, 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 I think as a team, it's so funny. There's no ego between us, and it's all yeah. I think all, that's a really good. And point. it's all horizontal, so we're always sometimes. It's and I think it's funny is it's not. It's not even problems. Like, I think we talked about our show. It was almost a little bit of us almost dropping the ball because we want to step on each other's toes, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, uh, we got we got to do something. So is that, it was funny. Is it, it's like that's so we're learning to, we're learning to communicate with each other, but when it comes down to. Of frustration, I don't know. I, I think the only little obstacle for me right now is, I mean, it goes back to, yeah, it's a work, it's a work play life. I have a work, you know, my, sometimes the work that I do may may get in the way, I hate to say it, gets uh-huh. in the way of what I'm doing and I have to work around that. So it's, um, it gets in, in, in the way of the, the enjoyment here. I like but, the
1: way you said that, the work that I'm doing gets in the way of what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <it's, laughs> I get it. But I, I,
2: I think overall though, I, I think it's been um, a lot of fun because it's given me the um, the ability to, to to just go see an artist, go to space and say, I want you in this show. Can you do this? So mm-hmm. it's also another way of me getting through that reaching out reaching across the table and saying, Hey, I see something I like, I'd like to have you in here and they'd say, Great. You know. That's it's great.
1: Right. Christopher, how about you? Name names, go ahead. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. We're what's com- your frustration? Yeah, yeah, what's your frustration about a community, working in a community?
0: Oh, about working in a community. I was like, what's my frustration? I was going to be like, I want more time and money.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: and money for time and time for money. <laughs> um, what's my frustration in working with a community? Um, I don't have one, and that's not a dodge.
1: Okay, well, what, um, what, Well, then tell us some other frustration that's related to what we've been talking about. Or are you not in touch? We're gonna. You're, there's got to be a frustration, and you may be repressing it.
0: If I had a frustration, <laughs> it would be that in my the space I was in my first year, I had like a, a little teeny gallery and a big gallery, and so I do like a big show and like a sun show and a moon show.
1: <laughs> and um,
0: now I'm in Fireproof, which I'm now in my second year there. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like I'm I'm so like Bird Dodd saved my life. Yeah,
1: he's great. Like my
0: business big plan was him. like in trouble, and he's like he worked with me and. Floated and made it work and let me make like all this stuff like financially but now i just have a sun gallery and no moon gallery (laughs) so i like often have these like these ideas i'm like oh fuck like i could do this like this show because the thing is like we would do like a show that would literally amplify the other show like think about like a sperm and an egg
1: kind of thing and now
0: there's just like one kind of thing
1: right um
0: which is actually why is there a relief and cool that these guys are next door to us, and that uh, there's a cases thing right, going on in the open right, studios. Because right. it's that loneliness thing again. Like, right. so I miss having two rooms. Right. But as soon as I say that, I feel like I like. Oh my god! Like I've got a, I've got a room in New York. You're, like I've got a gallery in New York. Like that's like epic.
1: So you're just really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Yes,
0: I am. I'm rather empirical.
1: Sherilyn, would you like to? Would you like to complain? complain about something to do with the community?
4: I think when I get frustrated, it's usually just because uh, my day job is really demanding and requires a lot of hours of my time. And I like to also spend a lot of time working on my own artwork. So then when we have other demands on time on top of that, sometimes I'm like, God, where am I going to get the energy? But that's usually when I remember that things like Transcender are actually what gives me the energy. And that's what gives me the motivation to keep doing what I'm doing because it's really fulfilling. Wow. There you go. So we all have time
1: issues. Yes, Christopher, would you like to say something?
0: The art world is still too white.
1: The art world is still too white. No, yeah. There's no way I wouldn't agree with that. I mean, yes, 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 yes. The art world is still too white.
0: Um, And arts in Bushwick just went through this big transformation and they're publishing everything in Spanish and they're doing kinds of things to make Bushwick open studios. And I guess that's what frustrates me. Like I sort of expected, I would see a lot more and I'm just not tapped into it. I don't know where to find it. So it's my problem. I'm owning my problem, but I guess I was hoping and I haven't seen it yet, but I'm looking specifically like I want my, my world, my world is colorful and I want my art world to be more colorful.
1: That's a really good point and and that is a question or an issue that um I think we'll all agree on guys. Yeah. 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 For sure. And uh we we've, we've all been working to solve that and there hasn't uh you know there's no obvious solution or it would have been been done but I think I I'm um I think it's great that I mean I did not realize that and I'm really 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 happy to hear that that they did that in Spanish. They're showing everything in Spanish as well. So there's progress there. So let's go around the room, and um, I'm giving everybody two minutes to talk about their work, um, you know, and promote it. Please, I mean, please help me let people know where where to find your website, where to see your work, where to see your work at Bushwick Open Studios. I will make a repository for all of this on my Facebook page. So, um, and I also just want to remind people once again before just the last time, Please come to our studio tours, Nina and Lisa Studio Tours. There's going to be one at 1 1 p.m. and one at 4 p.m. This coming Saturday, 3 p.m., I'm sorry, this coming Saturday. And they're meeting at 119 Ingram Street. That's uh, Brooklyn Fireproof Room 104 Studio or Gallery 104. Okay go. Let's go talk to Tim. Tim, tell us about your work.
2: Okay, first, before, I, I I think it was really important for all of us. That I want to give our, our gratitude, bottomless gratitude to our friends at Brooklyn Fireproof, Burr, Dodd, and Colin Radcliffe, because without them, um, like, for example, the Open Studio Space and what they're able to give to us and also for the monthly lecture series, I, I, without it, there would be no Transcender. I think they would, and even Christopher even touched base on him with ADO, you know, um, and, mm-hmm. and I can't thank them enough um, and they're They're beyond generosity of giving us more than even what we ask for. No, I
1: think that's a really, thank you for saying that. I really, and I think you know that too. And I I think they're, 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 they're they're, they're
2: fucking awesome. Yeah. And I want to let that be known and they really support the arts and and everything else. They haven't forgotten, especially in this community where others have seemed to, not others, but it just seems it fades away. Yeah. They're they're, they're given strength. And we
1: were talking about money. There's generosity right there.
2: So quick, I'll talk about my artwork because, um, I, I have the worst answer ever' because I am all over the place mm-hmm. and and um which is the worst thing to say as an artist, and i so what um but I'm focusing on certain like little micro groups right now, so I think i'm I'm just kind of getting into a touch of like this you know uh street based art which um is people say my art looks like it comes from California though I've been in New York all my life mm-hmm. so that's that's I'm trying to figure out what that's about but um there's a lot of caricatures I create right now, in the current work that I have. And um, I'm thinking about making another, another change is based from our last um, sitting or slide presentation kind of hitting some ideas of you know, touching back on some of the themes that I did back in the day. But um, I know I'm, I'm very vague in what I say right now, but right now there's a lot of these characters. I'll tell like, you
1: what, but is it, uh, in, is it on the street or in, in the studios? It's in and the on, studios. Okay. So it's
2: in the studios. It's okay. just very infused. And you're
1: gonna have, we're going to be able to see it at the Transcender show, right? Exactly. Okay, so what's your Logan website? Today. Or do you have one? Uh,
2: I do. Uh or, it's uh it's uh Timgowan.com.
1: Okay. That's G-O-W-A-N. Okay. Great. Mir, you already talked about your work. Do you want to just sum it up again and yeah. and, and quickly just, and, was, and, and say saying, and yeah. say what your
3: website is? Sure. Um uh, first, I just also want to also want to say thanks, you know, Birda and Colin for you know hooking us up with the space sure. and providing w- with, uh, with yeah. we couldn't be doing without them, and also us Transcender Group, you know, we we all depend on each other, to showing up, bringing up uh, artists, and you know, helping with the f- promoting the show and and all that, and Christopher Stout for, you know, also assisting us and helping us promote the show, and. Uh, and what else uh, I'll just talk about my, my work I guess uh, I w- which I already did but I'm going to say you could find my work uh, this Bushwick Open Studio I'm going to I'm going to be showing at uh, tra- with the Transcendent of Us exhibition right and also I was invited to show at uh, the Annex Studio Annex Gallery across from uh, David and Switzer Contemporary okay, Dan- Daniel John, Ga- John Gad is curating Wonder- a show
1: Fifty-six Bogart, right? Fifty-six Bogart. Okay. Yeah,
3: actually, Charlyn is also in that show. Oh, great! Yeah, okay. and that's going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I think. And mm-hmm. also, there's the Abbey, which is uh, curated by Seth Heiler. Uh It's mm-hmm. a church, and it's going to mm-hmm. be on the third floor, at the Great Hall. Great,
1: you're going to be in a lot of places. Like yes. I said, I'm going to have this all on my Facebook page. Christopher, Christopher, um, there's has done some amazing performance work lately also which has been so impressive and moving and such a weird natural performance out outgrowth of your work like I can't stop thinking about it but go ahead tell I, I mean you can't well you you know so you're not performance but tell us about your work
0: um, I am a painter I have studio space with Sherilyn so our studio is open all weekend um, my work is Concerned with um, abstract minimalism and a little bit about shape, a little bit about dimensionality. Um, I could say a bunch of really keen sounding buzzwords, but just come see it. Okay. Uh, Sherilyn and I are like waiting for you. <laughs> like literally, we're counting the seconds. <laughs> I will say the best part of like Sherilyn can paint like a motherfucker. I know. And I just moved in with her a couple months ago. And my like be a good neighbor rule is that I'm not allowed to touch anything in her space, but I'm allowed to walk around and stare at all of her paintings, <laughs> which I do all the time. I mm-hmm. like stare into her work, and I stare at her techniques. I stare at her use of color. I'm so much more comfortable talking about other people's art than my <laughs> art, so as you can so tell. Um, but come see me. Okay, but come see Sherilyn as well, because what's, what's she's a great your, uh,
1: web, You have a website for your work, right?
0: Christopher Stout.
4: Christopher Stout. And Sherilyn? Uh, I'm showing a body of work for specifically for Open Studios called God is a Bullet. And it talks about gun violence, uh, particularly in light of mass shootings in America and elsewhere. And we are in Studio 207 at Brooklyn Fireproof. I share a studio with Christopher Stout. Come see both of our work because it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And I, you'll be there. I will be there. Um, I also have a piece in Transcendence of Us. I also have a piece at, in True Believers at 56 Bogart. And I'm part of the takeover of Wayward Social. Uh, there are a bunch of my drawings wheat pasted in the bathroom right now. Oh, that's cool. Wow, this is going to be such a great,
1: great weekend.
0: Where are you showing?
1: I'm not showing. What I'm doing actually is, um, I'll tell you the biggest thing that's going on in my life right now. I'm actually competing to become Miss Subway's. Did you know that? Yay. <laughs> no. I am. Spill it. Well, that's next Thursday. Okay. <laughs> it's the twenty eighth. Uh, I think that I'm competing against six people, and uh, I. Uh, Your issue in. I don't know. I I'm trying to become Miss Subway. It's going to be at the uh, City Reliqui.
0: Is there a talent contest?
1: Uh no. Uh there is swimsuit. <laughs> no, there's no swimsuit. Thank God. I mean, not just because of me. I don't think I want to see any of these people in a <laughs> swimsuit, frankly. Uh, but you probably will anyway, because I think that's what they do. But I'm gonna, um, you know, I'm gonna show uh, hopefully some of the signs that I've uh, used in the subway, stuff like that. I'm also uh, gonna be doing another performance, hopefully before then, in the subway. And uh, also, I should mention because uh, these ladies were really nice to invite me to host and uh, be the, what do they call it, the, not the monitor, whatever, moderator, moderator, I'm moderating a panel at 4 p.m. at uh, Paradise Palace, which is 1263 Bushwick Avenue on, uh, that's on Sunday at Paradise Palace. It's, uh, I'm going to be, there's a show there called Wise Blood, which is great. It's all women's art show and uh, very intergenerational and um, I'm going to be talking with the artists about how do we sustain our careers, what are ups and downs, and how do we keep each other going, and stuff like that. So um, I think that'll be really, really cool. And uh, I should also um, mention, because the radio station is having, I'm hosting this, we're having a comedy show on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, at the Footlight, me and Colby from Young Persons Radio is going to be hosting that, and um, we have like literally not fifty seconds. So I just want to like tell you guys like just send you so much love and appreciation and gratitude and for being here today and at you Thank spending you. this time. Thank with you me so much, Lisa, and sharing. I I really. I really hope that the inspiration that I feel in this room gets through to you guys who are listening to it. And if you really want to feel that inspiration, just come to Brooklyn Fireproof this weekend and talk to all these guys in person. They'll all be there. And um, I think it's just, I'm just so looking forward to it. What can I tell you? That's all I can say. Stay tuned for Lost